according to YouTube, we are live. The Grind we Mastermind, episode six. Grind it out. Grind it out, man. <laughs> How's it going, Chris? It is March 31st, 2023. It is right on the dot, 9 a.m. Eastern, as promised. We were just saying from now on. We'll, we'll create the event ahead of time, so those of you who do want to tune in live, if you're listening on the podcast, we do this live on YouTube first every second Friday. Anyways, so make sure to check it out. Chris, how you doing? It's crazy, man. First quarter of the year flew by. That's it's true. Gone. That's true. I'm, it's gone um, forever. I, yeah, well, actually, I'm in the process. Probably I'll spend some time on the weekend doing some quarterly review for the business so seeing what happened all the stuff that i've done all the stuff that i've learned setting new objectives maybe change trajectory if i need to so it's going to be good but yeah went by pretty fast that's great yeah no it it's absolutely flown by so uh, i guess that's a good thing right if it was going really slow that might be a bad sign so anyways yeah been super busy <laughs> Should we jump right into the action? Yeah, I can, I can start. So my goals were to test the Facebook ads, right? Seven days. For your goals, I had finished Facebook ads and run the first test for seven days and yeah. excited about ChatGPT4. I don't know why we put that in. That's not a goal. <laughs> That's just a, an emotion. Yeah. Actually, I used it so I can report on that as well, but starting okay. with the ads. So, yeah, I created the ad. I created a, a couple of variants for all the creatives. So for the images, for the I created one video with two different backgrounds. So I let the ad run for one week and I was able to see, okay, which ones. They have this thing called dynamic creatives now. So it's not actually A-B testing. It's basically they they put out all the different creatives that you have and scale the yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like <laughs> A-B multivariate testing that you can run. So I was able to see which ones were performing better. Uh, the, the video obviously was pretty clear. It was probably the most eye-catching one. And I was I also had two different descriptions, a couple of different headlines, calls to action. So I narrowed down to the ones that work better. The only thing I got basically 360 in one week, 360 clicks on the link and no signups sign on the page whatsoever. Right. But I think the main problem is I set up Set, set up the ad uh, kind of the wrong way and I got some feedback lately on it. So I set up the ad for traffic because even though my goal was to test sales, basically my idea was, okay, I basically just need to get traffic on the thank you page basically, which mm -hmm. people get to by inputting their email address because I'm just testing the ebook, the ebook is not ready yet. So I set up the ad as, with a goal of traffic and apparently Facebook optimizes the, the kinds of tra the kind of traffic that you get based on the goal, right? Right. So basically what I needed to do was to set it either as sales or leads. Right. Which in theory should get should give me more click on the page, more actions and events on the page, which I just changed today because it 
the ad took two days to be reapproved again. So right now I created a copy of the ad with the new goal. So leads as a goal. Uh, and also I, w I wanted to actually tr test the ad with only the stuff that worked in it. So the only one video, only the description, the work, the call to action and, and so on. So I let it run. The problem is I forgot that I sent a hundred dollars maximum spend limit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the ad was stuck there and I, w I couldn't understand why. And then I realized, oh, damn, there was this limit. So yeah, I, I wasn't able to test the ad with just the optimized creatives. Right. But yeah, basically the plan now is to run the new ad with the lead goal and in parallel also the other one with the traffic goal with the optimized creatives to see if something changed just for my learning. Right. And see how, see how it goes. I also, the other thing that I've done was in case the landing page wasn't resonating as, as much, I created a variant of the above the fold of the landing page, shorter with a different headline, different angle, and I'm running an A-B test on that page yeah that was going to be my next question was are, yeah, are you so testing the landing page what what are you yeah, using so to I, do that just just google optimize yeah i was going to say we've used and that before it's really good yeah it's very easy <clears throat> and it connects with analytics mm -hmm. the only problem is i haven't been able to see the results yet because i i wasn't able to send traffic yet so hopefully when the ads are going to be approved i'll be able to see what's happening there and also the okay. other thing that I messed up was my Hotjar code wasn't on my website for some reason. Oh. I thought maybe because I updated Elementor or something, so it wasn't tracking heat maps or anything. So I have no data. So then I set that up as well. And hopefully when everything starts out again, I can see what's happening on the site with the recordings and the heat maps and so on. So <laughs> That's yeah, why we test, learning, right? Uh, but yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, a couple. Yeah, a couple. I mean, number one. So what'd you spend? A hundred bucks for three hundred and sixty clicks. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. It's a very good start to get like three three dollars sixty cents a click. I, I can share the some of the metrics. That's definitely a good start. You, you're eventually going to be able to bring it down. But that's a pretty so good I first had, uh, start. 0 0.26 pounds, which is like 0 0.30 cost per click. Reach 8,000. Wouldn't it be three and a half? 10,000. Wouldn't it be three and a half dollars a click? If you spend a hundred dollars for 360 clicks, wouldn't that be three dollars and 60 cents a click? I don't know. <laughs> I'll <be> calculated. <laughs> 0 0.26 pounds cost per link clicks. Hmm. Okay. Uh, or maybe, maybe because I removed all the other variants from this ad. I don't know. Yeah. Amount spent 93 pounds. So. Okay. It's it's a good start. I mean, the other thing is, <clears throat> if if after you run this next test for a few days, you're still not getting signups, then you kind of know the problems with the landing page and not the ads, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, that's the great yeah. thing about running ads, right? You have data at every step, so it's very easy to diagnose what's going wrong. So. And I also know, 
I probably also know that the problem is not the offer because if people click on the ad, the ad is basically like the copy in of the ad is made up of copy from the landing page. So the right. offer is the same, right? So the problem yeah. is just how the landing page is structured. Right. Or how you're presenting the offer. They, they might long. they might like like the one sentence <coughs> offer, but maybe just the way you're presenting it and explaining it is not ideal. Okay, so goals for the next two weeks. So is one of them to what you, you've you've revised revised Facebook yeah, ads? Test test the new ad variant. Test new and ad variant and landing page because we're A/B testing that. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. <clears throat> so, but the landing page you're still selling, right? It's what? It's like a five dollar ebook. Ideally, yeah, I'm selling the idea of the ebook, but then when people enter their email, they realize the ebook is not ready yet, and I'm adding them to a wait list. But right. I'm basically selling them. You know what I think? You what you you have a free ebook, right, for email subscribers? Hmm. You should test ads at that, man. I want this on record. All right, you should test hmm. running ads at your free ebook to get email subscribers. That's what I think yeah, you should do. That was actually like my next step once I understood how these freaking Facebook ads work and I mm -hmm. don't make mistakes, then I could use them for the newsletter as well. Okay, so, yeah, so that'll be in the, be the in next the, in the midterm. The next step, yeah, yeah, because if you fit if you learn how to get clicks, might as well try it for the newsletter too. So, what, what would you say is like the one or two things that you've learned now that you went from like total Facebook ad noob to mm -hmm. having ran it for a week or two? How, how, how did it go or like one or one or two tips you would give to somebody who's thinking about trying ads? Yeah, so yeah, definitely first try as as many variants and creatives as possible, both for the images, for the copy. And, and then, I mean, I wanted the first to like find a course, study, like look at blogs. Basically what I've done was just look at a 20 minute YouTube video where you can find everything that you need so to get started just find look for free information that's everything online that you need to get started and facebook makes it so easy mm -hmm. um, yeah and then in general i would said i would just say start with a low low daily budget and uh, yeah and see how it goes from there Cool. There's nothing much like more complex actually. So yeah, you, you need to kind of understand how to align the ad with the with the destination where people land. So that's right. something not super clear at first. Yeah, I mean but. you're you're probably a step up too because you're so good with copy and landing pages and stuff. So, mm. but uh, yeah, no, makes sense. Okay. What about ChatGPT4? You want to touch on that before we... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't use the 4 because it's still limited. Yeah, I saw and that. It's also, it's, also, it's also quite slow. Hmm. But I've, I've used the 3.5 version. For a lot of my client projects reporting, so basically, and some of the, some of the writing for ideas, alternatives, but mostly it's great for analyzing lots of lots of data so what i've been doing is feeding it from competitors data copy from competitors websites um, 
interview summaries from with the with my clients team or with customers so they, they basically mm. it absorbs all the all this knowledge and then you can ask it tons of things right. and if you have a clear process obviously i have my my own process my methodology you can basically ask it to summarize all the themes all the yeah kind of kind of it kind of extracts meaning from a shit ton of information and that's what it typically took me a lot of time because yeah. you know you have to look at a lot of information make sense of it and basically replace that phase of the projects for me so it's been pretty pretty good yeah it, it, it's going to change everything I, I, I watched a video this week on on Microsoft and how they're just building it into their whole suite, right? So you're going to get on like a Microsoft Teams call and then the call ends and it's all going to yeah, be yeah. transcribed and summarized automatically. And then you can ask it to write reports and did schedule see, next meetings. Did you see the Google integration as well? No. The Google work, Workspace integration? Oh my God, that, that's going to be huge. Yeah. They're basically integrating it with Google Docs. Oh wow. so you can basically ask but is that through chat gpt stuff. or is that i i don't know no, no i think it's i think it's it's the google version AI. right yeah, is yeah. is bard google or microsoft i don't remember i think bard is google right chat gpt yeah, yeah, yeah. is microsoft and google i think is bard it's really cool because now that you have the two giants friggin swinging fists like it's gonna get yeah. so good so quickly right because they're just competing with one another so you got to think yeah. in like six months, we're not going to have to do like any summarizing work ever again. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Or even booking stuff. Like the so video is crazy. My, so yesterday, my my mom sent me this article and she was like, hey, check out this article that, that I just wrote. I posted on LinkedIn and talks about like an employee, like being creative and on. So I read it. I kind of. I thought I was starting to figure out. I'm kind of familiar with the structure that the article follows, right? And I asked, I asked her, "Did you use ChatGPT?" It was. She was like, "Yes." Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did you figure that out? Yeah. You you can kind of sense it, right? It's it's like one of those things where you can't put your finger on it. I think it's just the human in intuition, right? Now I th I think the AI will get much better. Like probably in a year, you won't be able to tell. Maybe even six months. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, before uh, uh, is already much better. So the, yeah. this was done with the with the previous one. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy, man. I think it's gonna change a lot. So it'll be interesting to see. I think a lot of people are gonna lose jobs and or roles are gonna change, right? Like you're not gonna need to hire a copywriter at least for stuff like blog posts, right? Sales copy, there might still be you know a ton of value in, but like you don't have to hire a contractor to write blog posts anymore, right? I guess you could, but yeah. probably they're just going to use ChatGPT also to draft it and maybe touch it up. Yeah. I saw, you know, one of the guys from the All In podcast? Yes. The guy Sachs, I think. Is David Sachs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he posted an article on his Substack, entirely written with ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. so basically, he, he used ChatGPT to like do the research, and then he got like a first draft, and then he rewrote it and passed it along with his team. Then got like a new version, and that input it in ChatGPT. ChatGPT made all the edits, and then he just posted it on mm -hmm. Substack, and it's like a 
it's good. Super well made article, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I think the I think the the crazy people are the ones who are denying it and afraid of it, and I think the smart people are going to embrace it and figure out how to. Did you see? Speaking of, did you see that? that post that went out by signed by like Elon and like hundreds of people saying they need to pause AI yeah. advancements. Man, check this out. I'll I'll try and find the link and maybe I'll I'll post it in the show notes. There was a letter. You know, you know when like a group of people get together and and like sign a letter, you know, together or whatever. Like like a petition. Yeah, it's kind of like a petition saying to like slow down AI progress. Because they're afraid that it's just gonna, you know, take over the world or get dangerous or or, or become a negative. And so Elon was one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of surprising because I'm like, you're crazy, right? Like, good luck telling Google or Microsoft right now to slow down. Uh, you know, they're yeah. they're dookie. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Whenever you have big companies battling it out to make more money. They're not going to stop, right? Not a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bill Gates is going, okay, yeah, let's let's slow down and give Google a chance to catch up and, you know, whatever. It's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can sort of understand it a little bit because I think what they're saying is let's take, like, basically what the letter says, and this is super general, but, like, let's take a break for six months and put in place rules and laws so that it's regulated properly and robots like don't take over the world, you know, kind of along those lines. I'm, I'm summarizing. I was surprised though, because like, what would Elon say if somebody walked in and said, hey Elon, slow down on the rocket ship technology advancements. We, you know, we need to regulate space better first, right? He'd say, you're crazy, right? You're an idiot. Now, maybe I'll eat my words in a few years when robots rule the world, but uh, I don't know. What, what do you think? Like, I think that's, Asking people to slow down innovation, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see that going over that well. Or I just. See, I just see people ignoring it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, best way to move forward is just harness it and learn how to use it effectively because it's not that it replaces anything right now. Like from my point of view, I can totally see it as like a tool, like. A, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like but I, th- else. I think their concerns are bigger, right? They don't care about Chris, the copywriter, using it to draft copy, right? That's obviously mm-hmm. not damaging, right? I think they're more concerned about like the sentient being, you know, like, you know, fake, fake voices, fake, fake stuff, and and like, yeah, got you know, robot, like physical robots getting dangerous, self-driving cars, you know, doing whatever. So I don't know. There's probably some semblance of reason, you know, reasonability to what they're saying, but I, I don't see it actually happening in practice. There's too much money on the line for these big corporations. There's no way they're going to stop innovating. So, anyways, anything else, Chris, on on your end? So we have revise Facebook ads and test new ad variants and landing pages. Anything else? No, it's going to be a lot of stuff. Because you're you're busy with client work as well right yeah working with four clients now so pretty packed great okay let's switch on over to yours truly so first one continue cold call outreach 30 plus per day i have been continuing the cold call outreach the problem is sometimes i don't get to 30 per day because now i'm booking a bunch of demos so like for example today i have seven demos booked I just don't have time to do that much cold outreach, right? Like I could probably get 10 to 20 in. 
So the good thing is the process is working. The problem is once it starts working well, you don't have as much time to do more cold outreach, right? It's like in a way shooting yourself in the foot. So we're, we're, I'm going to revise this number to like 15 per day. I'm just going to say 15 plus on some days that are quieter. I should be able to do 30, 40, 50. But like, man, some days this week I've had six, seven, eight, ten demos. Now, what I'll say is some of them are not from the cold outreach. Some of them are from like, I, I find the interesting thing is like, if you can just get the right people talking about your product, then like the word spreading a little bit naturally now, right? So I'll give you an example. Like we're, we're selling to a, a couple different groups of people, but one of them are what are called immigration consultants. And this one immigration consultant found our product and really liked it and shared it in a WhatsApp group of 150 other consultants. And we had like eight demos booked overnight just through our website, right? No outreach. Wow. And they've continued to stream in over the last week. So I think, I think what I'm trying to say there is like the snowball is rolls really slow at the beginning, right? You launch a new tech product or whatever. You start cold calling from scratch. You have no progress because it's a new product and it's like slow and you know it's hard to get those first few demos and so you feel you feel down about it but once you get the snowball rolling a couple people look interested maybe you know you, you like i'm trying to post more about it on linkedin all you need is like a couple of the right people to see it and share it in a few groups and it really helps get the needle moving so anyways yeah i'm, I'm gonna reduce cold call outreach to 15 plus per day just because some some days i have so many demos i don't have time I'm also going to add in, so we're trying to hire a salesperson to help do more outreach, right? And, and, and get more sales. So I'm going to say hire first salesperson for Visto. And then the SG stuff I didn't get to because I've just been like, we're slowly starting to get some traction with our new tech product, which is like super exciting, right? Because that's my far, you know, only priority right now is getting a ton of traction on our new immigration software. So I haven't had time, but, but, but. so the, the other things that I need to do for SG that we talked about two weeks ago are improve the join page and then pick the first growth strategy. So I did pick the first growth strategy. I just haven't implemented it yet. So for the next two weeks, it, it, this might be problematic because like next week is, um, we have the Easter long weekend, it's Passover. For all my fellow tribesmen out there so you know i have two passover dinners next week then going home for the long weekend but i might actually use that time to update the sg landing page and then i mean letter growth is that i i want to do a cross promotion for my first strategy and that's not too hard right that's just like reaching out right doing a little bit of research finding other newsletters yeah. that are actually a fit and then you're just reaching yeah, out right, right. It's not We're rocket actually, science. Actually, reaching out is super fast. The longest bits for me were like when you reach out, if you want, if you want to do it well, you have to have your own kind of like newsletter pack, info pack ready, like with right. the images prepared for them, with the with the call to action that you want to send to use. I also did custom URLs so that I could mm. see in analytics where the visits came from. 
So Couldn't I you... my own email, email template that I can share with you if you want. And then, yeah, like reaching, it's the follow, follow-ups and the back and forth with right. some of them that takes some time. Because, and I spoke with the with Larry Groth's founder as well uh, about this. He basically built, the, the whole platform is built with a no-code. Oh, wow. What did, what did he use? Yeah. Like Bubble or whatever? Oh, it's called... That's pretty crazy that you can build called, that type of... Yeah, it's called Glide. Glide.com. Mm. Okay. So it's, yeah, add so that to the resources. Obviously, it's got some... What's the... Sorry? Glide. Glideapps.com. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes. What was the other thing I wanted to mention in the show notes? I don't remember. Oh, the uh, the AI letter. I'll try to find that. So, so yeah, hmm. basically, he f- is facilitating the the whole process of like finding newsletters for cross promotion, but the whole like managing the relationships and actually finalizing it's still a bit clunky and manual. Right. I'm sure he'll build that out eventually if he gets yeah, enough yeah. traction. Yeah, no, I, I've been on the website. Like, I signed up. I have the account ready. But I, I'm assuming, Chris, if you do a lot of upfront work, it makes the rest easy, right? You prep all the visuals. You prep the copy yeah, yeah, yeah. once. I have my, and then... I have my email template that I send out. I'm right. just creating the links. Okay, so I'm going to say... I'm going to keep the touch up the join page. And then I'm going to say prep... There's also another resource if you want to check it out, which I just tested today for the newsletter. You remember Swapstack, right? Yep. For the sponsorships. Yep. So they just launched their cost per click feature. Mm. So you can basically go there and create a campaign with you just add your image, your text, your call to action, and then find publishers who ran who run cost per CPC campaigns basically and then you just pay for the clicks that people hmm. give you so and you can set your, like Google your ads, minimum but, budget but in the middle of exactly for, for yeah. publisher and it's pretty easy because Jeez. you don't have to do anything you just like look for partners and they if they want to do it they write you back and, and it starts and you can select I want to run the campaign this is the maximum that I want to spend right uh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna start yeah. with letter growth because I I, I, I don't sell anything on SG, and if I can if I can get some free growth first, I'm I'm gonna try yeah, that. Of but yeah, that sounds like a good. You should also too after a couple weeks, once you see how much these clicks are costing you on Facebook, do the swap stack and compare. Right, I, man. I, I speaking of newsletter promotions, I was at an event last night for tech companies, and I was talking to a guy who helps companies do uh, like equity crowdfunding so mm-hmm. kind of like oh what's that company called what, what's the like community fundraising thing kickstarter it's kind of like kickstarter but for startups right uh. and so he was saying that newsletter promotions have become really popular for companies trying to raise money so for example i'm a tech company i'm trying to raise money I'll actually spend money promoting my fundraise on like business newsletters, right? Finance newsletters, uh, stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I, I noticed it because I, I'm a, I subscribe to Morning Brew. And do, do you read Morning Brew or something like it? Like a daily I, I news? I used to. I used to not anymore, but yeah. So a whole bunch of, I've only noticed this in the last like month or two. A bunch of companies advertise in Morning Brew that they're raising money. 
right? It's like, oh, hey, we're this mm -hmm. new tech company. Here's why we're great. Click here to invest. And in my head, I'm like, you're trying to raise money. Like, why are you spending money to raise money, right? It didn't make sense mm -hmm. in my head. And so I told it to this guy. And he's like, yeah, man, some of these companies will spend 10, 20% of their fundraise goal marketing in newsletters because it's become mm -hmm. a really good way to raise money and, and find new Be investors, Yeah, which yeah, I think is kind of ironic, but, you know. It's, it's probably because the return is quite predictable, though, right? It must be, otherwise they wouldn't they do know, it, right? Yeah, they know if they spend X, they are gonna get mm -hmm. Y back. So, and it's just another reason why, like, having a good newsletter is super valuable, right? Mm. If we can get these newsletters, you know, into the high hundreds, into the thousands, you know, even if you're not selling anything, you are, so it's great, right? It's the double whammy. But eventually, mm. you'll have people paying you to be mentioned, right, in the newsletter, so... Anyways, mm. I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was kind of cool. And I didn't go to a tech event expecting to talk about newsletters. But mm. anyways, shall we? So that's it for me. So I'll quickly go over the goal. So you're going to revise Facebook ads, test new ad variants and landing pages. I'm going to continue cold calling and just adjust the outreach per day just because got a lot of demos and hopefully convert a few more paying customers. We have our first few paying customers too converting, which is really exciting so i'm pretty happy hire for a salesperson touch up sg landing page and prep some outreach for letter growth and i'll send them to 10 newsletters and we'll see how that goes let's head over to our final segment where we talk about fun books or resources that we're using or reading you want to go first chris yeah this week i finished principles by ray dalio which was really good, in my opinion. Man, I have... Super clear, super clear thinker. Yeah. And I like that that's divided into like life principles and the work principles. A lot of good stuff about managing a team, evaluating team members, hiring, but also for the life stuff. I like how he's super focused on like embracing and accepting reality as it is, not as you want it to be, and also about how important it is to not know everything so that you can figure it out hmm. and and how like accepting problems and reflecting on challenges to learn about it there's a lot of lot of good stuff and also if you download the app it's got a super well made app called principles hmm. and I didn't it, know that. it basically con it contains the, the actual the, like the full principles book is inside it along with another shorter book, which is contains some of the, the economics research that he ran. But it also has a really cool personality test, their own personality test methodology, and a shit ton of other stuff. Like the, there's a coach feature where you basically ask, I don't know, something like, I'm stressed. And it brings up all the principles hmm. that that relate to, to that thing that you wrote yeah yeah that's so cool do you need learn. do you need to have the book to get the app no 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 wow i mean i have the book i was gonna say i've read part of it but i didn't finish it because it got to a point where if you're just reading the principles parts it, it kind of felt like a textbook a little bit mm -hmm. uh, like i 
I, I loved reading about his story and stuff like that. But it, yeah, the, it, the, the I was probably part. just Im- impatient at the time. Like, if I picked it up, I, I plan to reread it. I reread most business books. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know about the app. So oh, that's really I'd have cool. to check and, that out. Uh, yeah. I, I also have, I bought like the physical version of that and also of the other one, which is called Navigating the, the New World Order or something. I'm pretty excited to read that because I don't, don't know anything about that stuff like economics, how countries war, work, how like yeah. world economies. I didn't buy that and book, I, but there's a video too on YouTube, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, like a 30 minute video. Yeah. And I also had like the latest one that I bought as well. It, it's basically a journal to come up with your own principles. Hmm. So you have, you have the physical journal and it basically oh, wow. instructs you with some exercises on yeah, creating your own principles. Principles, sorry, I'm just writing this. Okay, very cool. And next, now on the list I'm listening to, and by the way, like I finished listening to it at the gym basically and taking notes. So lately I've been finishing books mostly hmm. that way. It's super, super fast. I have my two hours in the morning at the gym get lots of listening and reading done and now i mean to but how do you how do you take how do you take notes if you're working out in between sets whenever i hear something interesting it's actually it's actually probably better because on the kindle i tend to highlight a lot of stuff too much stuff Mm -hmm. when when i'm the gym you're kind of limited and also like I, i basically write the first couple of words that I hear as long as they are the exact words and then I go back into the Kindle book or iBooks and, right. and look for those words so huh. then I can highlight that passage. Smart. Very smart. Okay, and, and what do you say is next? Now I'm I started the Total Recall by Arnold Schwarzenegger. His biography. It's pretty cool. Huh. How many pages? Like, I think it's like six hundred. No, but like you've started, like how far in are you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah listening, one hour, a couple of hours probably, and it's. it's I feel like that's good. Like twenty hours. I'm gonna have to get that. No, I'm sure it's a good read. Arnold's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. I'll probably have to get it. Okay, cool. I'm still on. I'm almost done. Amazon Unbound. So I finished the Everything Store like a week or two. I don't remember if on the last episode. Second time. Yeah, I read most of the books at least. The good books I read three to four times because I find every year or two I forget half the book, right? So, like, the good books, like the Shoe, like shoe, shoe Dog, I've probably read three times. Like, I'll read it every year and a half type thing. Everything Store, very good. Amazon Unbound, I'm almost finished. Um, I think they're you, it's really good. But I, When do you find time for reading i read before bed so that's what i was gonna say like my reading habits are very different from yours right so you probably crush through more books because you're listening for what like an hour and a half every morning Mm -hmm. and do you even like you can probably listen at like 1.5 as well or whatever right 1.2 1.2 yeah yeah when i listen to podcasts i listen at 1.3 but I read probably anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes per night. So I read before bed. That's my way of like unplugging and reading, which I'm genuinely interested in. And, you know, keep putting the screens away, right? Put your phone away, shut down your computer, and it kind of relaxes me and helps me. Yeah. Like I sleep like a baby because... And because you have the physical books, right? Yeah, I prefer physical, man. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't consume it the same if I'm listening. I love listening to podcasts if I'm like cooking or going on a walk or whatever. 
I'll put in a podcast. But I find with a book, especially if I was doing something like working out, I wouldn't be able to consume and retain the information as well. That's just me. I know a lot of people love it. And if it works for you, it works for you. But yeah, yeah I, I either way, even if I did listen to audiobooks in the morning working out or whatever, I would still read before bed. I've been doing it yeah, forever, yeah. like as long as I can remember. I actually I actually do too, but the problem is that like after five minutes I fall asleep <laughs> I wake up at, because I wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah, but that's the thing. It, oh, yeah. it helps you fall asleep, right? Oh, yeah, if you have yeah, a super yeah. busy I day. I sleep super well. Yeah. So what, well, what do you do before bed? Like what's your yeah, last, just, what's the last 60 minutes of your day look like? 60 minutes is probably just watching a TV show like up until like 9, 9.30. 9.30, I'm in bed. By 10, I'm already falling asleep. But That's what are you I doing for that half hour? Or do, do we want to know? Or Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I typically just read in bed. Okay, so you are reading. Okay. Physical yeah, or listening? Uh, it depends on where I have the book. It can be either physical or on my iPad. No, right. listening is just in the morning. Yeah. Right, okay. But so that makes even sense. With the, even with the iPad, even if it's a screen... Five minutes <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So that's good. I mean, if it gets you to bed, that's good, right? Some people would say, hey, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not ideal to actually be looking at a screen right before bed. But so yesterday, so yesterday, for example, I was doing, I was watching this live workshop, like quarterly review with, with the coaching company that I, that I use for the, for the quarterly review. And it finished at 10 p.m. So that's usually when I'm already basically in bed. So I wasn't, I was kind of awake because I was still like thinking about business stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just sat in bed, start, forced myself to read and like 10 minutes I was already like my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to fall asleep. It's a great way. To, I highly, anybody out there who's struggling to fall asleep at night, get a physical book and read it in bed. And after five, physical 10, book. 20 minutes. <laughs> I, w I would have a caveat, physical book and physical exercise. Yeah. <laughs> when you have the combo, you're guaranteed yeah. to sleep well. Yeah, you work out during the day and sleep or read at night. Absolutely. All right, man. Another episode in the books. Let me write, hold on, Louise. So Amazon Unbound. I'll put these notes in the show notes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you're listening or watching after the fact... We do this live on YouTube every Friday morning EST, Friday 9 a.m. Eastern. And or if you don't want to watch live, just keep listening, you know, whatever. Fine by us. Make sure to like, subscribe, all that fun stuff really helps us out by, you know, growing the channel, getting more, you know, if you like this, some other people might like it too. So wherever you're watching, listening, whatever, if you could throw us a like, subscribe, all that good stuff, we appreciate it. Chris, any last words before we head out? Let's grind it out, man. Let's grind it out, man. <laughs> last Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode. Have a good one. Cheers.